Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham, and with me today, as usual, is the very fantastic Jojo, the co-host of co-host, the lady of ladies, our lady of the podcast herself. How did you, everyone? All right, aren't we? So today we are talking about Oscars nomination. If you are just joining us, we are live on Twitter, on Facebook, on Twitch, and also on YouTube. Call your friends, tell them that we hear. You know, hey man, you know them uh, kicking and streaming podcast folks. They're there, they're live. So go ahead and give them a watch, right, Jojo? Yes, yeah, yeah. Get get out the kids and the dogs and the cats involved too. Br- bring them around, gather around. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> Before we get on going, though, Jojo, what kind of a week did you have? How are you doing? I had a shitty week, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Just to be honest, it was, it was crap yesterday, especially. But yeah, no, it's um, I'm here. I'm happy. Yeah, I was. Uh, this week was long uh, for some reason. Yeah, and and I think the biggest part of it is that it felt longer because the work hours felt long. And all the while, it was really nice outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that that's yep. kind of like, I need to get out of here. And then by the time you get out, it's like, next thing you know, it's already night and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it and wasn't. It wasn't the best of weeks, has it? <laughs> no, it really hasn't been. Hasn't been. Um, and I should warn you too, and our audience as well, that you're probably at some point going to hear barking from my terrible trio. <laughs> The house across the street from us has gone up from for on sale, oh, and my dogs have taken this as a, a great offense to them personally. <laughs> so um, this they, they were not consulted in this, so they are extremely upset <laughs> and are telling all of them essentially that they can piss off and go up, you know, up, up a river without a paddle. So yeah, uh, it, yeah, there, it, and I can't believe how many people are coming to see this house. Really, the housing market is that great, is it? It must be because it went up yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening, afternoon into evening, there was like seven people came to see it. And I know this because of my dogs. Right. And then this morning so far, there was about 10 couples. Dang. And this afternoon there's been two. So I, I, don't, I don't know. And I, I, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. Either it's the greatest house in the world (laughs) (laughs) or people are really trying to buy a house, man, because Jesus. Uh, So I was curious. I looked at the pictures online. I'm not that impressed, but whatever. Especially not for the price. Why didn't you just walk across the street? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not an open house because of COVID. Oh right! You have to make an appointment. So I, I'm not. I'm not about that life. I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. You know who would have done that? My wife. <laughs> you know. You know. My wife would have made an appointment. 
Christine would have made an appointment and gone just to check out the house across the street because she is just like that. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I am not that gutsy. I'm, I'm, I'm not that gutsy. You know, sometimes we just like coming home from somewhere and she's the one driving and all of a sudden I go, she passes our house and continues going. I'm like, what? What? Where Our are we house going? was back there. <laughs> are you kidnapping me? <laughs> I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, no, I wanted to see how these houses they're building in the back of the of such and such street, how they're coming along. And I'm like, you couldn't do that when you were on your own, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and no one asked me. Either it was just like yeah, we're just, just gonna just happened, just happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, So needless to say, my wife is kind of nosy, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. She's gonna. Nothing wrong me. with a good nose. <laughs> it's a good thing that she don't give a shit about this podcast because she don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. She don't be listening to this podcast. What's your, what's the name of your podcast again? I'm like, we've been doing this shit for two years in the same house you live in. So <laughs> You should just tell her something different every time. Yay. I'm going to start doing that. You, you, you know you can't get me started like that, Jojo. You know it. <laughs> just tell her something different every time. Make stuff up. Make things. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, Sebastian and the Turtles. <laughs> and what's it about? Like, <laughs> Now I have to come up with some shit. It's about turtles. That's what we talk about, turtles. Imagine me and Jocelyn just talking about turtles. Oh, God. They're called, um, aren't they they called herpetologists or derpetologists, something like that? They have a funny name. They do. You know, like people who deal with herpes and shit, you know. you know. That's a different direction than I was going, but that's okay. <laughs> no? <laughs> that, you're sure that's not where you are? That, that, that really wasn't, but that, that's quite all right. <laughs> Take it away, Graham. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I misled you then. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's get this started. Let's get, let's get this on the road, innit? <laughs> what are we doing again, Jojo? Oh, uh, we're, we're doing... About- about the Oscar nominations uh, for 2021. So, Jojo, the Oscar nominations were announced by the uh, et couple of today. That's Priyanka Chopra and is it Nick? Nick Jonas? I think it's Nick, yeah. And I don't know, but some people were pissed off about that. Like, what exactly does it not take for people to get pissed off? I I, I really don't know. I think People just get pissed off at anything that, that they want to. I don't find either of them offensive. I actually find her quite lovely, so I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I can't say I like or dislike the Jonas Brothers. I, I just right. don't care enough about them <laughs> to, to even hate them or like them. And, and so for me, Nick Jonas is you know, some dude, right? Right. Uh, Priyanka Chopra... Um, you know, there are days that she's eyed to me and there are days I can't stand her, but <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like, you know, I, I don't know why, but there are days that I'm just like, no, I, Priyanka, go away. 
<laughs> Please stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I just don't see a problem with them being the ones to announce the Oscars. And Twitter went ballistic over that. So maybe Twitter needs to take a chill pill. Is that still a thing? I don't know if that is still a thing. I haven't heard anybody say it in a while. But a chill I, pill. I, but it needs to come back in vogue because, yes, huh? I agree. The whole world needs to take a chill pill. Right. You, you, I, to lose uh, like, me. Your internet just, just took a chill pill. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. So with that said, we're going to go on. We have predictions, haven't we, Jojo? Uh, yes. So we're going to go from the bottom to the top. And okay. we're going to start with writing, original screenplay. Would you like to tell us the nominees and what you think, who you think is going to be the dude? Yes. Once oh, I get there. Once you get there. Uh. <laughs> so writing this original screenplay, we have uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, written by Will Burson and Shaka King. We have Minari, written by Lee Isaac Chung. Promising Young Woman, written by Emerald Fennel, and Sound of Metal by Darius Martyr and Abraham Martyr, and based on a story by Darius Martyr and Derek Sienfrance. And The the Trial of the Chicago Seven, written by Aaron Sorkin. Who, who do you think is going to get it? I actually think Minari is going to get it. I just have this feeling that it's going to win that and probably not anything else. Really? Yeah, I I actually was thinking about Minari in that respect. And, and all, what I can think of, all I can think of is that Hollywood is going to go like, you know, mad woke and shit, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and make it a night of Minari, much like they did last year with that Korean movie. Parasite. Parasite, right? Yes. And would they do that twice in a row? I, I don't know. But at the end of the day, Minari is an American movie, you know, yes. made mostly in, is it Korean? Yes. And so that might well be the case here. But I know we've said it before, and it, as predictable as it may sound, I'm thinking that The Trial of the Chicago 7 might win it because it's hard to have Aaron Sorkin in the midst of a bunch of stuff that has been written, and you'll be like, eh, maybe not Aaron Sorkin. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's true. So you got, true. you got Minari, I got mm -hmm. Trial of the Chicago 7. Okay. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. After, we should write this down, because yeah. I'm not going to remember. <laughs> it's going to be fun after the Oscars when we come back with our show <laughs> for people to see how wrong we were. So <laughs> I'm getting a pen and paper, and I'm writing it down so that we can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be fun. So we have then adapted screenplay. And here I have a little bit of a surprise. All right. Okay. Okay. So for adapted screenplays, we have Borat, subsequent movie film. <laughs> that's, a, that's a delightfully long title. Yeah. Subsequent movie film, delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. That's the <laughs> entire title of the bloody movie. All right. <laughs> 
And so we have the father, Nomadland, one night in Miami, and the white tiger. Can I tell you something? I think this one is actually an absolute doozy. Who do you think is going to get this one, Jojo? I'm leaning towards Nomadland. Yeah? Yeah, I am. Do you think Nomadland, one of these movies that are, you know, directed by female, and so do you think one of these movies are going to have a big night on the Oscar, or is it just going to be, they were nominated, yay? I, I don't, I don't know. I would like to see there be a big night of, you know, some change, <laughs> some positive change. But I know that Nomadland is a wonderful film. No, nothing wrong, of course, with the other ones. But I feel like it's sort of the thing that Hollywood likes to nominate and, and give things to. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think so. But it seems to me also that Hollywood has gone in a way like, yo, we are going to have an Oscar where we surprise everybody sure. and, and, and have them talk about the Academy in a brighter light for the next few days or whatever. So, right. so which is where I'm like, yeah, it is possible that they might just go in every female that is nominated, you know, get an Oscar on their different categories. Or they might go like they did with, with Slumdog Millionaire ones, you know. That's true. Like they did last year with Parasite. So this one is getting a bit harder to predict, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. It is. But anyway, you, f you think it's Nomadland, right? That's my feeling. I am going to go a bit more obscure here. I'm going to say okay. The Father. Okay. I think there's a weird obsession with The Father. Okay. Given the fact that The Father is not a terribly popular movie at all. Like, we only know about The Father because... No. <laughs> because of nominations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anybody like, yo, you got to see The Father. Yeah. No one has come to me and said that. No, I, I would not know it would exist at all <laughs> if it weren't nominated for all of the things. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I think... For writing, for adapted screenplay, I definitely, I'm going to go with With the Father. With the Father? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of categories we're going to skip. Okay. So do you want to take a short film live action? Sure. So we have Feeling Through with Doug Rowland and Susan Rosensky. The Letter Room, Elvira Lind and Sovia Sondervan. The Present, Farah Nabolsi and Osama Bawarde. Two Distant Strangers, Trevon Free and Martin Desmond Rowe. And White Eye, Tomer or Tamer Shushan and Shira Hotchman. Right. So are we even going to make a prediction on this one? <laughs> I haven't seen any of these. These are very, in my experience, are difficult to find to watch. Right. Look, who watch, uh, watches short films? I, I feel like it's got to be like film students and, and things like that because I, I don't, I mean, of course, at the moment, we aren't really having any commercial or, or film releases, but I, I've never been somewhere that showed short films. And then I don't, I really don't know what, 
I don't know what platform they're available on. So I, I feel like it's going to be film students. <laughs> I know that there's one that is on Netflix, but I'm not entirely sure that it even got nominated. I, I know it's, it's, it's something about from the lens of basketball or something, but uh, that's, that's the extent to which I know about a short film. But yeah. I, I always see them nominated and I keep thinking yeah. to myself, are they strictly from you know, film festivals <laughs> or, 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 or where do we watch a short film and how yeah. short is a short film? That's true. I don't even know the requirements for that. And I've seen ones that have been nominated, you know, in watching the Oscars and been like, oh, I would love to see that. You know, that looks fabulous and really interesting just from, because, you know, they always do the little like trailer for yeah. it, but I've never been able to find them. So I don't know. If anybody right. out there knows, let us know. Give us a holler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we want to know. We seriously want to know. Don't get me wrong. We want to know. But yeah. uh, we are going to move on then to production design. And this is not a category that we always talk about, but I do think that there was a lot of movies this year and that owe the, their success to production design. And, I agree. And those movies are rightfully so nominated. So let's take it from here. We have The Father in production design by Peter Francis and set decoration by Kathy Featherstone. We have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, production design by Mark Ricker and set decoration by Karen O'Hara and Diana Sultan. Mank, production design Donald Graham Bird, set decoration by Jan Pascal. News of the World, production design, David Crank, set decoration, Elizabeth Keenan, and Tenet, production design, Nathan Crowley, and is it Crowley or Crowley? Crowley? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> and, and set decoration by Kathy Lucas. Who are you picking on this one, Jojo? This one is difficult for me, but because I'm not... The one I'm picking, I'm not really sure is going to win, but I would like it to. Is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Yeah, and that's that's the one I'm gonna. Uh, I was thinking about, but also when you have Mank and Tenant there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have. I, it's probably going to be Mank, but just because I want it to be, I'm going to say Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Have you seen Mank yet? I have not. Have you seen Mank? No, I ain't gonna see it. <laughs> I I just have a feeling it's going to be Mank because Hollywood loves Hollywood. Yeah, but. yeah, Hollywood is fascinated by Hollywood. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> they are. They love. They love them themselves. The Hollywood is like the, the the Simon Cowell of places. <laughs> They're in the mirror patting themselves. Okay. So pretty. Uh, I love you. <laughs> so gorgeous. I oh, say that again. I love it. <laughs> Hollywood. <Oof>. Hollywood. <laughs> so you want to take on music, original song. Okay. So we have Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago 7. Husevic from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, God. EOC, Scene from the Life Ahead, and Speak Now from One Night in Miami. All right. So this one is a bit of, uh, yeah. So 
let's talk about this. I was surprised to see that EOC won the Golden Globe. I was like really surprised. But mm -hmm. at the same time, the movie in which EOC is, which is a Netflix original movie, we actually decided once to, to watch and talk about it. We did. And then all of a sudden we never did. Something happened. And Squirrel! <laughs> and it seems to be an actual, actually a very, very good movie. You know, it might not be my favorite topic, you know, because there's a little bit of white saviorism in there and stuff. Mm. But it is it is an actually very good movie. And Laura Parsini, who is the co-lyricist and singer, she is one of the most fabulous Italian singers and versatile because she also sings in Spanish and in France. So she literally has a career in France, in Latin America, in, in Spain, and also in Italy. So she is absolutely great. She can compose, she can write in all of these languages. And so I was surprised that EOC won because obviously it's, it's shown in a different language, but I'm, I'm assuming that Diane Warren also inserted some part of the lyric there. But I don't know if I can say that it's going to win the Oscar because you have... Speak Now, which is music and lyric by Leslie Odom Jr. and Sam Ashworth. And you have Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago 7, which was like a very poignant song. Like, I actually stayed through the credit just so I could listen to this song. Yeah. And then Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah, which is music by her and lyric by her and Tiara Thomas. So this is a very, very hardly contested one. And I really can tell you, like if I have to predict, I'm going to say it's between Trial of the Chicago 7 and Judas and the Black Messiah. I, I don't know a lot about the music, about the song on, on One Night in Miami, even though I watched One Night in Miami and I love the movie. But I didn't stay through for the song. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, man. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. I'm going to pick Speak Now because of Leslie Odom. And he's really kind of uh, uh, in the spotlight right now. So, um, And I enjoyed the song. So that's my pick. Okay. So let's do music original score then so we have to five bloods from terence blanchard mank trent raisner and atticus ross minari from emile mosseri news of the world from james newton howard and soul trent raisner atticus ross and john baptiste so i think soul is gonna win it because uh, john baptiste is on a roll uh that's 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 my pick right there. I, I know it's an easy one. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's it's incredibly easy, but that's what I'm gonna go with because I know John Baptiste is right now on a roll, man. Like yep. dude dude is doing it. I, I agree with you. That's my pick too. 
So, let's move on, man. That was easy, ain't it? <laughs> that was. That was a good one. So let's do directing. We've got Another Round by Thomas Vintenberg, Mank, David Fincher, Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, Nomadland, Chloe Zhao, and Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennel. If we are to believe that Golden Globe predict a sort of a prediction of Oscars than Nomadland? But I actually think that this time is going to be Minari. I don't know why. What do you think, Jojo? I kind of think it's going to be Promising Young Woman. Huh? Really? Yeah, I do. I, 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 I just have... I just have this feeling and I just I just have this feeling it's going to be promising young woman unless Minari unless they're going to do a sweep and and like Oh, you mean like Minari parasite. win the night? Yeah, right. If if they do a sweep and Minari wins the night then Minari but my I I sort of feel like they're going to pull a a fast one on us and I think it's going to be promising young woman. That would be actually lovely. That would be absolutely <laughs> lovely. Because then that would take the predictability element out of it. And and it is certainly a movie that is deserving of, of winning anyway. But can the Oscars be non-predictable? Occasionally they will pull out a, a dark horse on us. Yeah, but even that is kind of predictable. Like, I'm, 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 you know, like you can see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, I don't know, but yeah. What I, was your pick again? Minari. Min- okay. For for directing. Okay. Okay. So, costume design is one of those that we don't necessarily talk about. But again, I I think this year the the movies that are nominated owe a lot of it of the nomination to set design. In costume design. Do you want to take that one? Sure. So there's Emma by Alexandra Byrne, Byrne, Barney, Barn, Brian, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anne Roth, Mank, Trish Somerville, Mulan, Bina Dagler, Pinocchio, Massimo Cantini Parini. Massimo Cantini Parini. That's 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 very pretty. Yeah. Just way too many names. Massimo Candini, Barini, Madonna. But hey, so what do you got there, Jojo? Because like I'm, I'm lost. I, I'd like to say Mulan. I think it's going to be Emma because that's a period piece, and I don't really see any change with with Hollywood when it comes to period piece. They oh, love yeah, they them love some period shit. piece. They, they love, love those shit. bodices and the and the, the all the the embroidery and the hats and the shoes and the gloves and so I it's gonna be Emma. All right. If it's not Emma, I'm gonna fall out of my seat. Okay. Well then And I'll feel that <laughs> in that was <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> you tend to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I'm good at falling down. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's good at falling down too? 
my wife. <laughs> Dude, she do that to me at Disney, man. Oh, you know, God. Like, what the hell just happened? See, my mom was also extremely good at falling down. Like, we would be walking. Like, say, it, we if we went somewhere, like a city or whatever, we'd be me and dad and mom, and we'd be walking along, and all of a sudden it would be like, where is mom? And we'd turn around and look, and she'd be like rolling in the gutter. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a perfectly flat sidewalk. I'm like, how did you do that? That's that's where I have, in like, you, you, like, how do you manage to fall on where there's nothing tripping you, you know? <laughs> And you're not wearing heels or, or, you know, inappropriate shoe, footwear, whatever, you know. It's just, what? I don't understand. But apparently I'm turning into my mother. So there you go. So I've gotten into the habit now, Every like during the year, whenever she's doing something kind of risky, I'm like, you haven't fallen this year, so please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just don't, like, don't. You know what I mean? Like... Let's wait till the end of the year when we've met our deductible. <laughs> just please don't, 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 don't. Just, just yeah. don't. <laughs> but all right, so let's move on to cinematography. That's also a lot. I have cinematography, Judas and the Black Messiah, Sean Bobbitt, Mank, Eric Messerschmidt, uh, News of the World, Darius Volsky, I'll never pronounce a Polish name w- without pronouncing the W properly. So it's not Wolski, it's Wolski. Shut up. <laughs> Nomadland, Joshua James Richard, and The Trial of the Chicago 7, Fedon Papa Michael. There's a lot, a lot to pick from here. So what do you think? Because, like, so pretty much we have Judas in the Black Messiah to a certain extent, is a is a period piece, isn't it? It is. Mank is a period piece, isn't it? Definitely. News of the World, isn't that the one we talked about, you know, uh, what's his name being, like, old cowboy and shit? Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That is also a, piece of, <laughs> a period piece. And then The Child of the Chicago 7 is also a period piece. So what say you, oh, wise Jojo? (laughs) I think it's going to be Mank. Yeah. I don't see that as far-fetched at all. I think think it's going to be Hollywood's, uh, I'm sorry that we didn't treat you better, uh, Mank, but here you go. Yeah, here's here's a little (laughs) something-something. Yeah, I'm not going to... I really, I really don't don't think it's gonna be anything but Mank. So there's that. Yeah. Would you like to take on actress in a supporting role? Sure. Uh, let's see. So there's Maria Baklava in Borat, and I'm not gonna read the rest of it. Borat. <laughs> Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy. Olivia Coleman in The Father. Amanda Seyfried in Mank, and. Ya Jun Yoon in Minari. Okay. So here's the thing. I have heard a lot about how fantastic Maria Bakalova was in Borat's subsequent movie film. And a lot of people were surprised that she didn't win the Golden Globe. So I'm thinking 
that Sasha Baron Cohen is not going to win Best Actor for, for Borat. But to make up for that, Maria Bakalova is going to win Best Supporting Actress for Borat. What do you think? Am I... Am I I think that I don't care as long as it's not Glenn Close. <laughs> well, we know how you feel. We know how you feel about... <laughs> yeah, we know. If you want to know how Jojo felt about Hillbillyology... And how I offended the whole world by, <laughs> with my opinion, so yeah. Yo, I mean, YouTube went crazy, dude. <laughs> but... We said what we said. I mean, Jojo said what she said. Yeah. I said what I said. Graham was just sitting there for the ride. No. I, I didn't know. Like, tell us how you really feel, Jojo. And here's your crazy thing. Jojo, both uh, in terms of where she was born and grew up and in terms of ethnicity, has no qualification to be considered a hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> But she did take offense greatly about the whole thing. So that, mm -hmm. I um, did. you know, I, did. I don't know, man. Anyway, <laughs> so you, you don't care who wins except Glenn Close. Yeah, I don't want her to win for that. I mean, Glenn Close is, is fabulous. She is. She's a great actor. I just don't want her to win for that movie. I'm with you, man. Hey, that, that's cool. <laughs> that's all. That is cool, dude. So let me ask you this, though. What do you think of the next one? Actress in a leading role. So we have Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andra Day in The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand in Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. And I am hoping for Viola Davis. I'm not quite sure who's going to win it. It, it may be Frances McDormand, but I'm, I'm hoping for Viola Davis because she just always brings it. And she really became a different person for this role. Not, I guess, physically, you could say, and also in sort of mannerisms and, and that sort of thing. But she, she also was very... Uh, I don't know, like brassy. I mean, she is a very strong person. She's a very tough actress. And I don't mean tough in any sort of a bad way. I mean, that is a complete compliment. But she brought a kind of ruthlessness to this character that I think just really proves how great her acting chops are. So um, I hope that she, I hope that she wins. All right. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but like, it's not... It's not a question of having a problem. It's a question of whether or not she is going to win it. I don't know that she will win it. Like, I, I don't know that she's going to be a popular choice for the Academy, but she's who I would like to see win. But I seriously think you're right, though. I see it between Viola Davis and Frances McDormand. That's actually what I said, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole Andra Day winning a thing... I'm not taking any merits away from Andrade. That's not what I'm saying. But right. I do think that was sort of like a quirky choice uh, based on the people she was amongst. And, 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 and I don't know that the Academy is going to go that route. But if she wins it, 
Seriously, I'm not thinking, I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that she does not deserve it. I'm just saying that the academy in that respect is incredibly predictable. And when you have the kind of powerhouses of Viola Davis and Frances McDormand, I don't know that Frances McDormand is a favorite of anybody in terms of like Frances McDormand herself. She's a bit of a rebel. You know, she will kick your ass and look you in the eyes and shit. And and then Viola Davis is like, she always has to be nominated kind of thing. Like one of those Glenn Close, uh, you know, Meryl Streep thing, but doesn't mean that she's going to win kind of thing. True. So I don't know. I don't know. But I think this time though, the choice has to be between Viola Davis and and Frances McDormand. Right? I agree. Right then. So moving on to actor in a supporting role, you have Sasha Baron Cohen in The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya in Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. One Night in Miami, Paul Racy in Sound of Metal, Lakeith Stanfield in Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, this was all everybody could talk about after the nominations were announced. Is And even the actors themselves were like, Lakeith Stanfield uh, tweeted, I don't understand it either, but fuck it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, so the, the question is, Jojo, how in the bloody hell two actors from the same movie are both nominated a supporting role? So who was the lead actor, according to the Academy? Who, who was it? <laughs> like, you know, I, I can understand if they said, if they considered Lakeith Stanfield to be the lead actor. I could even understand if they considered... Daniel Kaluuya to be the lead actor, even though, in my view, Lakeith Stanfield was the lead actor. But I do not understand, for the life of me, the whole two supporting actor. I don't get it. You tell me, where do you think this this one is going? I I don't know. I, I like you, I'm confused by the the two actors from the same movie. I, I don't know if that's unprecedented. Um, I feel like I would have read something about it if it was. It must have happened before, but I don't know, as you said, who they consider the the lead. But I I don't think it's going to happen, but I would like to see Paul Racy win because his performance in Sound of Metal was phenomenal. And I know everybody else put in wonderful and beautiful performances. I just, to see so much growth from an actor, because I, I feel like he really was maybe not, I don't know. I, I, I never really considered him a good actor. And then to see him in this movie, Sound of Metal, kind of blew me away. So just watching the growth, I, I, that's who I would like to see win. Yeah. All right. So Paul Racy, for me, is the choice here. Because as Jojo said, this, this is a guy that has been around Hollywood for a long time. And he is one of those character actors that no one pays attention to because, you know, he always plays not the same character, but characters that are slightly forgettable. And this time on Sound of Metal, he is the man. He is the man. And I think 
he is well deserving of his of his nomination. So I'm with Jojo. I think Jocelyn Jocelyn's choice here is right. I I think if anybody's going to win something for the night as a consolation prize, it's gonna be maybe Sasha Baron Cohen. But for me it's between two dark horses. It's gonna be Paul Racy and Lakeith Stanfield. I already see Lakeith Stanfield as a, as a dark horse. Right, Jojo? I agree. All right. So let's take on actor in a leading role. Uh, take it away, Jojo. <laughs> so we have Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, and Stephen Ewan in Minari. Okay. I'm not even going to make a prediction. I'm going to ask you, Jojo. What do you think? Who do you got? Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick? Yeah. I think so, too. I think so, too. And if you guys watching this, listening to this, you don't believe us, go watch Marini's Black Bottom. That guy was incredible. I will never tire. I will never tire of praising Chadwick Boseman's work on Marini's Black Bottom. That was that was an absolute class, class, class performance. So we'll see. This was one this one was easy, wasn't it? It was. It was very easy. Yeah, son. So now we're we're down to the last the last picture show. <laughs> yeah. Best picture. Best picture. <laughs> you want to go with that one, Jojo? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to butcher all these names. Oh, so I love my it. apologies in I advance. <laughs> <laughs> so we have The Father for David Parfit, Jean-Louis Lavi, and Philippe Carcassonne, Car- producers. Carcassonne. Carcassonne. See, I know. <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, Shaka King, Charles D. King, and Ryan Coogler, producers. Mank, Siang Shafin, Eric Roth, and Douglas Urbanski, producers. Minari, Christina O, oh, producer. Nomadland, Francis McDormand, Peter Spears, Molly Asher, Dan Janvey, and Zoe Zhao, producers. Promising Young Woman, Ben Browning, Ashley Fox, Emerald Fennel, and Josie McNamara, producers. Sound of Metal, Burke Hamlinick, and Sasha Ben Haroch, producers. Trial of the Chicago 7, Mark Platt, and Stuart Bessner, producers. Right. So, producers, best picture. Who's going to get this one, Jojo? This is very difficult <laughs> for me. <laughs> No kidding. I really don't. It's very, very difficult. I would like to see the sound of metal win, but I don't think it has a snowball's chance in hell. I, I, I almost think it's, it's going to be Minari. But Mank is also a contender. I'd like to see Judas and the Black Messiah win something. I, I, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I really don't. Right. I am like you right here. I have, I have a. Like I, I want to go the, the the easy route basically and say 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do three picks here. And hopefully with those three picks, one of them will come out best best so I'm gonna do the elimination first. Right? Okay. So I'm okay. going to eliminate the father. I'm gonna eliminate Sound of Metal. Not because I don't like Sound of Metal or I don't want Sound of Metal to win. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm, I just don't think that it, the movie Sound of Metal was right up Hollywood's alley, if you will. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You know, so there's that. And so those are my eliminations, right? The Father in Sound of Metal. So my three picks are going to be Nomadland, Minari, and Judas and the Black Messiah. I don't know who will win out of those three. But let's see how wrong I was <laughs> the night after the, the day after the Oscar when we go live <laughs> with uh, checking out our predictions versus who won. Jojo, you're taking notes, right? I am taking notes. Yep, that's why I keep looking away. Okay. Um, so let me do the same thing. Let me pick three. Uh -huh. well, that makes I like that idea. So <laughs> I am going to say Nomadland because uh -huh. I didn't realize Francis McDormand produced it. So I think that kind of gives it a point. I'm going to say Mank, and I'm going to say Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. So, you know what? In fact, I'm going to pick Judas and, and the Black Messiah as my wild card. Okay. So, you get a wild card too, Jojo. My, my wild card? My wild card is the father. The father. Yeah, that's my wild card. Okay. Oh, this is good, man. <laughs> so, tell me yours again to make sure I've got them down right. So, my three peaks are Minari... Nomadland, and was it the Child of the Chicago Seven? Okay. And my wild card is Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. So one of the efforts that we normally do is that once we have this show, after the nomination, we do our best to watch as many of the nominated movies as possible. And so we are going to try and do that because most of the time when we do the nomination show, we haven't watched as many of them as we should, especially this year, which is a pandemic year. The movies that have been available to stream, we've watched them. So we've watched Nomadland and One Night in Miami, Borat, whatever. Sound of Metal, Judas and the Black Messiah. Right. But the movies that required you to go to the movie theater, we have not gotten a chance to do that. But... I'm, uh, I'm not comfortable doing that yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just not. I don't blame you. So the Oscars are going to be, what, about? They're on Sunday, April 25th. On April 25th. So we are going to do our best to watch as many of those movies as possible. What we normally do is that we record the show on the Monday after that Sunday night where an award show was. And so we will probably be going live on that Monday 
on the 26th at about 3 p.m. Right, Jojo? Somewhere around there, yep. And then, um, of course, the podcast will come out on Tuesday as usual. So we hope that you are with us. And also, we hope that you have made your picks this time also. And uh, let's see how wrong we were. Uh, yes, I mean... I'm excited to see uh, how 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 badly I did, how poorly I did. <laughs> so, because uh, if I did well, I'm gonna fall. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's gonna fall off her chair and she's gonna yeah, so. record it and, and things like that. <laughs> so, we want to remind you that you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, also. On the days that we record, which is normally on Saturday, we will always be live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and now Twitch. I, I like saying Twitch. 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 It's fun to say. <laughs> Twitch. So you can always watch us directly live on Saturdays at 1 p.m. But the main bread and butter of this, what we do, is that we are a podcast. So every Tuesday, our podcast goes live for you to listen to while you are in your car, driving to work, or coming home from work, or going to grocery store, whatever. And, you know, if you one night you're doing some little laundry or whatever, cooking and things like that, you know, tell Alexa or Google to play the show. And there you go. So... This is this is our bread and, bread and butter. The whole live thing we do is because, you know, you have to do YouTube. Because. Yeah. <laughs> but we're a podcast first and foremost, and we love you for, for subscribing and for being yes. with us all the way. You yes. can find Jocelyn on Instagram as... Jocelyn Podcast. Meanwhile, me, you will find me on Instagram on Twitter and on Facebook as Mr. Puzzetta. That's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. So we're calling a day today. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group. 